This has been an ACB community call. Today's Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Unmute. A couple reminders here at the top. We want to make sure everyone knows we're going to get through all first hands first, so all first questions. And if we have time, then we'll take second questions. Also, please be kind and let everyone get the same respect as you would to get their questions answered. The question of the day today is, what app do you use to get text either scanned or any of that on your phone? So curious to see what everyone's using and why they like it or hate it. With me, as usual, we got Michael Doyce. Hey, Michael, how's it going? Great. Good to be here. And what do you have for us today? Is there any updates on your end? So I want to put out there that we are making an update to the iAccessibility app to add some new features, new push notifications, new menus. So it's going to be very exciting. So hope to be able to share more of that about that in the coming weeks. So uh, and we are going to be working on an Android version update. So that's very exciting. So thank you, Marty. Yeah, awesome. That's going to be great. So everyone look out for that. And as always, Michael Babcock, how's it going? It's going well, Marty. And yourself? Good, thank you. So what you got for updates today? All right, so I'm going to run down a list of the recently published episodes to the IA cast, uh, which encompasses everything that we're involved in. So thank you, Michael, for making IACast.net, because I was thinking I was going to have to jump between podcast and Pinecast. So uh, super nice. It uh, looks like 197 called It's About to Rain was published yesterday. And in this episode, uh, the ACB conversation about Mastodon at the board meeting was discussed. A bug in iOS uh, 17 was brought up password management question was answered uh, and there was some additional cloud storage information shared yesterday also uh, technically working we published an episode uh, where Demasi and I sat down and chatted with uh, Jeff Bishop and Sean Priest from Sean's from Double Tap and everyone should know Jeff if you don't well uh, check out the board of publications and, and other publications uh, sat down and talked about Windows and the first settings that we set up in Windows and Mac uh, very enlightening conversation and I learned quite a bit so uh, super worth the just over a hundred minute long episode if you are curious what settings we make and what or what changes to settings we make on right when we reset a computer uh, I the iCast is a new podcast brought back that came out on Sunday where the hosts sit down and talk about uh, iOS and upgrading your phone and other just iOS centric conversations. That's with Michael, Marty, and Alicia. And then on Sunday, we published Unmute Presents using widgets on macOS 14 and iOS 17, where I walk you through the process of adding widgets to your desktop that may be from your phone. The process does work if you're just using app-hosted Mac-hosted widgets on apps that are available, and the interaction process is similar. So give that a listen if you've been curious how that will work with voiceover. On Friday, because I was late, I published Shell Phone Show, adding contacts. Uh, I was late because I recorded five or six other podcasts related to that, so you'll start getting some content related to the Blind Shell Classic 2. Uh, if not more regularly, you might start getting more of them, so I can get those all caught up uh, in the five episodes pre-recorded are all related to the contacts app friday finds it talks about the be my eyes return the subscription dilemma that people are having and uh chat gpt plus as well and then uh just a couple more episodes that we can talk about is passcodes were discussed on pass keys were discussed on Thursday with Demasi, where we tell you what is a passkey, how can you use it, and should you even really consider it? Uh, the last episode that I will mention is a recap of the Amazon and Microsoft events for the IA cast. There you go, Marty. Awesome. Thanks, Michael. All right, everyone. So if you're new here, welcome and thanks for joining us. 
remember, uh, there's no dumb questions. So everyone can raise your hand for any questions you might have. And we're going to get this show on the road. So Sheila, take it away. All right. Heidi. Hey, Heidi, how's it going? Um, Are we asking our questions now or are we answering your question? Either one or both. <laughs> uh, so I think your original question was what you used to to scan. And I have, I've been using a lot of seeing AI lately um, to scan in documents and read and whatnot. But uh, I just have a quick question regarding an iPhone and using the, what is it called? The rotation? The uh, rotor? The rotor. Thank you. The rotor. Yep. I've been trying to figure out how exactly I can use that to correct um, verbiage or, you know, when voiceover decides to go a little wonky on me. And I can't quite, I, I know the movement for the rotor, but I'm not sure how it's used. So there's a couple things. The stock way to move it is using like two fingers on the screen and turning either clockwise mm -hmm. or counterclockwise, which is for a lot of people a little bit difficult. Mm -hmm. So what I would suggest doing is going into your voiceover settings, go into the rotor settings. And then once you get in there, you can actually change that. So for example, what I did was I changed it to be either a two-finger swipe to the right or a two-finger swipe to the left. And that's much easier to be able to access it and be able to use it instead of trying to turn it like your phone and your hand and do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. The second thing is when you get in there, you're going to see there's a whole bunch of other things in there that you can either remove from the rotor or that you can add to the rotor. And there's a, like an edit button. And then within the edit button, you have copy, you know, um, select all, select all of those things. So I would say you just got to get in there and look at what you want to have on the rotor. And okay. you can remove what you don't want, add what you do want. If you change how you invoke the rotor, which would, whichever way would be easy for you, then you'll get a lot more use out of it. And Heidi, make a oh, oh, go ahead, Mike. Uh, I was just going to say, Heidi, if you real quick, if you specifically want to know about spell checking with the rotor, mm -hmm. um, I did just test this. If you change your rotor to spell uh, uh, misspelled, and then you flick down, it'll take you to the first misspelled word, and you can flick to the right to go through the suggestions and double tap on the suggestion in order Ooh. to insert it. Oh, I'm going to play with that today. Okay. So and, it's not necessarily the movement that I'm I'm having an issue with, but that's a really good tip. Like of the two fingers swipe left or right is a, a really and nice Here's another function. tip that's really important. I would mm -hmm. say once you get your voiceover set to the speed that you want, when you mm -hmm. go in there to edit the rotor, remove the item that slows or speeds up the speeding of your voiceover, how fast or slow it talks, because it's on there by default. And a lot of people don't realize it. And you start all of a sudden making it super fast or super slow, and it becomes really annoying. So I would say once you are happy with your speed, remove that off the rotor. Now, wait. So back up a second. Is that when I'm in a certain app? Because I've just noticed that too. When I'm in a certain app, and I will flick up or flick down, it'll be like speed 75, speed 80, speed 90. Mm -hmm. And I'm yeah, like, exactly. wait a minute. So that's in the, the rotor yes, settings? Yeah. So if you were to like, <laughs> for example, it lands on that. So if you were to go in and rotate the rotor to something else, that won't happen. But the easier thing to do is get your voiceover to the speed you like and then mm -hmm. just remove it off the rotor altogether and it won't be an no. issue. One, okay. Two things. Uh, two things there. Uh, one, it's good to keep that sometimes on your rotor if you need to show somebody something. Right. So if you need to show somebody how to do something and you need to quickly turn down your speech, that's that's one reason why a lot of people keep it in the rotor. But uh, I, I want to make a kind of a shameless plug because I, I built this app. Uh, there's an app. I don't know if you've heard of VO Starter. It lets you learn voiceover mm -hmm. and it goes through uh, using the rotor, some good techniques uh, for, you know, movement and, and getting through the rotor and some tips. So if that would help, uh, check out VO Starter. It's a free app. So that's a separate app from like going in to do the, like the double four finger tap to do the start correct. guide mm -hmm. on voiceover. And it's called VO correct. Starter? From VO Starter. That's correct. Oh, that's mm -hmm. excellent. Thank you so much. I have some iPhone users that I'm, I'm you know, ramping up on some basic use. And I think mm -hmm. that would be really super handy. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. All right. Jeff. Okay. Hey, Jeff. How's it going? 
Well, it's going good, Marty. How about you? Going good. Thank you. You bet. Um, I can really use some help with getting a switch for our network. Um, so we have gigabit service. We've got um, a multi-gig modem and um, a, wi- a mesh Wi-Fi system that uses, um, I think, 6E is backhaul. So, you know, those devices are, are new. And is that a Euro? Switch. Is that what you're using? No, I'm using um, a TP-Link Deco XE75 Pro. Okay. Um, and the switch, I, th- I think that I need to replace the switch. Um, I need to get both um, desktop computers, um, you know, hardwired with Ethernet. And um, the switch that I have now is not even getting close to that. And whenever I go to, like, for example, Amazon to search for switches, it's just um, pretty overwhelming. you guys have any um, insights on that? Michael, you have a switch in your network, don't you? Yeah, so we just picked up a low cost. Um, what we needed was an eight port switch. So we have an eight port switch upstairs. It is not managed because we don't have um, much heavy networking needs upstairs. We're using the Ubiquity Dream Router to handle all of the routing. Um, so it depends on your needs. If all you need is a switch, you can go pick up a uh, network switch from a local electronics store. Just make sure to check with the salesperson or on the packaging to see if it fits your uh, network speed. I know the switch we have upstairs that we spent $30 on uh, does not support gigabit connections. I believe the max is 760. Um, so that's my suggestion, unless you need something more in-depth uh, like a TP-Link switch itself. Yeah, like the um and thank you, Michael and Marty. The um I really just need I just need a five port, but I need two of those ports to um and I don't even know if the ports are um you know, if they like split up the um you know, split split it up. I basically have um you know, I just need two ports on that five port switch to be um you know to support um, gigabit. Do you know if the ports get, you know, if they take that gigabit and split it up between each port? So you can get a switch that's rated for all of the ports to have gigabit or if it is split up. Uh, I cannot give you a specific brand name or model, but that is something I'd look at is the network speeds of the ports. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, no, no problem. Have a great day. You too. All right, Chanel. Hey, Chanel. All right. Sorry about that. So to answer your question, I'm a little bit, I think you meant like what you use to get text out of documents or to, um, so I'm, I, I use voice stream scanner for the most part, or now it's called VD scan. And uh, my question is, so I have a pretty good headset that I use now, the um, Sennheiser SC60, you know, for doing stuff on Zoom. But I was wondering if you have any recommendations for a good recording headset. You know, I have to um, read, for instance, I, I read out loud this uh, the community schedule that's put on, I make MP3 files, Um of the schedule that's put on the phone system. And I've, I've done some other reading for people as well and recording, but it'd be great not to have a mic that picks up all the S's or not, or all the clicks in my voice. And part of it is just too good, whatever. But is there, you know, are there good headsets um, that are better for something like recording as opposed to for, you know, doing these Zoom meetings? Or am I even making sense? No, yeah, you are. And actually, Sennheiser makes some really good ones. Uh Uh, I don't have a model number, but I can get you a model number. But I know a couple people who who use the Sennheiser, and it's got, you know, the headset plus a mic, and it sounds really, really good. Right, that's the one I'm using now, the Sennheiser SC60. Mm -hmm. Um, But it kind of picks up. It, It, I don't know, it, just, Are you doing it on your Mac, by the way? Yes, yes. Have you tried turning on voice isolation on your Mac when you're recording with your headset? Oh, where do you turn that on? 
control center. Oh. It's either so I would suggest trying to do that. It's either in control center or what was it called, Michael? Audio. Um, yeah, in macOS 14, Sonoma, it's under the audio and video controls mm-hmm. in your menu, extras menu, so V-O-M-M. Okay. I don't know if that shows up for recording applications or if it's only for right. VOIP applications. Okay. But what you could do is start a Zoom meeting, you know, with your, like if you're in Zoom, just start a meeting and just start, uh, you could change that setting and record using Zoom. Um, oh. And and that will, if you record to your computer, then that will make a, uh, you could turn on voice isolation, all that kind of stuff, as if you're in a meeting just like we are here. And, right. And that's a, and then that's I could still put try. it in Amadeus to edit. Right. Yeah, you'd just be by yourself. So you just open up a room, go in by yourself, do all your recording, mm-hmm. and then just bring it in Amadeus. Interesting. I mean, there's other idea. methods, but I think that's one of the easiest ones to do that with the voice isolation. Okay. Hmm. Try that and see if that helps with the microphone because you may not have to buy anything else if that works for you. And then, like in Zoom, then should I not have, if I do that, should I not have original sound on or? Should I still use? Because I always turn on so, original sound. So right now I'm on a Sennheiser profile with original sound on and voice isolation on on the Mac. Okay. And so that you know this this um, this microphone, if I have voice isolation off with original sound on, it picks up all the room noise. But I right. feel like Apple's voice isolation does a little bit better job than Zoom's, uh-huh. and so that's why I use it and with original sound, and it sounds pretty good. Yeah, okay. I will give that a try. Thank you so much. That's awesome. No problem. Good luck. Let us know how it goes. I will. Oh, yeah, and I'm so curious about the widgets thing. I was trying to figure that out the other day, so I am going to go listen. I know how to do it on iOS, but on Mac, I was trying to figure out. I know how to do a widget, but not on the desktop, and so I will definitely check that out, Um, Michael Babcock. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks. Yep. All right. Abraham. Hey, Ibrahim. How you doing? You're still muted, sir. Okay. Right, Damn, I muted. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, I was just notified that if she still wants to keep that speech right in a menu that's easily accessible, she could add it to quick settings and quite, I think it's quadruple double tap. And there's a uh, other settings menu where you can have that. Yep, that is correct. And I always forget about that menu that you can set up. So it is a two Me finger <laughs> quadruple tap is what will get you yeah. in there. And then you can go in and make change immediate changes to your voiceover settings right here. Yeah. Um yeah, because I also find that uh it was annoying in the router. <laughs> um yeah. yeah. The only thing now that's annoying in the router is because I have different braille languages set up and I can't move that to quick settings. <laughs> Um, gotcha. Even in 17? Uh, no, no, no. I'm still way, way back. I'm not on 17 yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, hopefully soon. Perfect. Well, thank you, Ibrahim. Appreciate that tip. All right, Pam. Okay. Uh, to answer your question of the day, oh, I have used a bunch of them, and I still have a bunch of them on my phone. I use Seeing AI for some things. I use SuperSense for some things. I use Envision for some things. I use Voice Dream for some things. And each one sort of has its pros and cons. Uh, my Voice Dream right now is kind of having a problem. Like sometimes it crashes, literally. Uh but I, you know, if one doesn't do the trick for what I'm doing, usually another one will. Hey, I used Pam, to use. Are you use? Yes. Are you paying for Voice Dream now? Oh, uh, yes, yes. Okay. Um, but um, I haven't gone to iOS 17 yet. I will be doing that in the next day or so. Um, I used to use uh for scanning purposes. Uh, it was originally called KNFB Reader, and then it became One Step Reader. That's a joke because it takes more steps to use that thing than there are steps in the going up to the Eiffel Tower. 
uh, top of the Eiffel Tower or Empire State Building. And uh, I just, to me, that app got ruined about three or four years ago. They did a lot of updates to it and it just, it doesn't work as well. So I still have it, but I very seldom use it now. Um, but um, but that was, um, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. And <laughs> I haven't had a chance to go to your podcast yet. So what's the bug in iOS 17 you referred to? Go for it, Marty. Well, this it was is something you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the last thing that I mentioned, I found a bug with moving apps around. So when oh, you... When you want to move an app, you go to like edit the app and then you go Mm -hmm. to move. And then when you go to drop it either before or after, after. Mm -hmm. it just automatically makes a folder with the two apps, no matter what you do. Oh, and then you got to take the folder apart. Gotcha. Exactly. And the only way to do that is to put the apps completely off the screen. So back in either the app drawer or something like that. So, Come on another we, screen, another exactly. page. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Gotcha. We also mentioned that uh, on the same podcast, it uh, we, it was a very brief show description uh, that we put uh-huh. in the show notes. But there was yeah. also a bug in the beta where they took out all of the new fancy sounds that we got in iOS 17 for beta oh, one yeah. of 17.1. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh-huh. So. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I know what to look for when I do update in the next day or so. Thanks. Perfect. Yep. No problem. Good luck. And before we go on to the Thanks. next question, I just wanted to follow up on Ibrahim uh, just to give him a quick heads up because I did see some things that may interest you, Ibrahim, in the quick settings. So related to Braille, it looks like you can change the Braille alert messages on or off now. You can control the auto advance rate. You can choose the Braille input. Right now, mine's set to uncontracted six dot. I need to change that. Uh, Braille output contracted eight dot is what mine's set to. And these are pickers. So you just flick up and down to switch between them. But then there's also Braille tables and Braille text formatting that you can change. So you may be able to change the Braille language in that menu in 17. So who do we got next, Sheila? Marie. Hi. Hey, Marie. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. Thank you. Okay. First of all, I use VD Scan almost exclusively. I find it fast, simple, and very accurate. Second choice would be Seeing AI. Uh, cool. That's for that. But uh, also, I wanted to ask I use a PC and I'm running, well, I've got two PCs. One's running Windows 10, one Windows 11. Is there something like the voice isolation, like on the Mac? Is there anything like that on Windows? Because I do use a zoom room to do most of my recordings. It works quite well, but if there's additional um, something to help a little bit more, that'd be great. I am not aware of a system wide thing. I think the best bet on windows is going to be using to make sure original sound is off. And unless you go in and turn that on, it's always off. So -hmm. that's going to give you the best recording if using zoom to record. Okay. I usually have it off. I don't use original sound. Okay. All right. Thank you very much guys. Yeah. Good luck to you. Have a good one. Yep, you too. All right, Agnes. Hi, everybody. Um, I want to go back to a question I asked when I was on here last time because I'm not sure I did everything correctly. Um, I was trying to use Google to do some searches, but when I put in www.google.com, um and I want to try to find where you do the searches, I get a whole bunch of stuff that I don't want, you know, stuff that they just throw up there, like new stuff and stuff like that. How can I get rid of that? So I gave you misinformation last time you were here, and I'm I'm very sorry about that. Um, Don't worry about it. I think I told you go to google.com and find the edit field and put in your search, and that's the fastest way to search. I I lied to you. Just go to the address Uh bar in your web browser. So where you would type in Uh www.google.com, just put in your search term there, press enter, and then use your heading navigation to navigate the search results. Okay. Now, um, I'm, I'm using Microsoft Edge. And uh, sometimes I think Bing comes up and I had thought I had that fixed, you know, because I don't do well with Bing. So So if you're using Microsoft Edge and (laughs) Bing does come up, you can Mm go in and uh, to your preferences with control comma on Windows, I believe will take you there. 
Okay. And then that'll take you to your preferences. Choose the search settings. And then it mm-hmm. looks like you can change your search engine um, to Google instead of okay. using Bing. So then that would work where you press control L or whatever keystroke you use to get to your address bar, mm-hmm. put in your search term, press enter, and then use heading navigation to sure. get there. And if okay. you're a JAWS user, you can actually tap the number two. So tapping the number two will take you to the search results heading directly because mm-hmm. that's a heading level two. Um, tapping number three will take you to the first search result itself. Okay. And one other tip I will give you, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with this. We all do it. There's no reason you can't have multiple web browsers. So right. maybe you want to try downloading Chrome and that might give you a better Google experience. Um, give that a try. Okay. And the other question I have is this weekend I was... I went on YouTube, you know, youtube.com, and I was trying to find at this uh, First Baptist Church of Denver um, where they were going to show or possibly air a live, um, air live, a memorial service. And I just had the hardest time because then, then I got a bunch of stuff I didn't want, a bunch of ads, and just all kinds of stuff kept coming up. So I didn't know if there was any tricks to this when you do YouTube. My trick for you is try exploring YouTube when you're not in a time-sensitive trying to get to something uh, okay. experience. And I know that's not ideal, but then you'll have a better understanding of the layout. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it can be difficult to find some stuff. Um, once oh, you find the YouTube channel, uh, mm-hmm. I think Michael D has something to add here, so I'll, I'll stop talking here in a second. But once you find the YouTube channel, you can subscribe to it. And mm-hmm. then the live notifications, if they go live, will be in your notifications. Michael, did you have something? No, I didn't. I, oh, okay. Okay. And where, where are the notifications at? There's a button on the YouTube homepage called notifications. So if you navigate okay. by buttons with your B key, you'll mm-hmm. hear a navigation uh, notification button, and then you can press space or enter on that. There also was a tool um, talked about on Double Tap last week called Accessible YouTube, I think. Mm-hmm. I have no experience with this, but some users do find that to be useful. And then Brian Harchin created a uh, really convenient way to search and navigate YouTube with his Leasy scripts. Since mm-hmm. you're a JAWS user, if you're using Leasy, that might be something worth exploring as well. No, I'm not using okay. Leasy, but it'd be something to explore. And the other quick question I wanted to ask is when will the podcast for this program be up? Because I want to go back and re-listen to all this stuff. About noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern. Today? Yes. Okay. Thank you much, and keep up the great job you're doing. You're very, very helpful, and we all appreciate it. And don't Thank worry you. about giving me misinformation that happens. <laughs> that happens to all of us. Yep, yep. You no get worries. that in all. You know, we all make think make mistakes. I mean, and, and it happens in all phases of life. No so. worries. Well, thanks a lot. And you have sure. a beautiful rest of your day. I will. Yep, thank thank you. you. Have a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. Bell. Hello. Hello, Bell. Hey, Bell. How are you? Good. How are Great. you? Oh, well, I'm, well, you know, I just had the problem that you all described a little while ago. This morning, I tried to move um, Elijah Radio. To from page four, uh, page three to page one, and uh, right next to Hope TV. Well, it gave me a folder. It's called a music folder. And both of those apps are in the music folder. Welcome, yep. to, the, uh, welcome so to the iOS 17 move icon. Button. Oh, is it iOS 17? I didn't know which one I was on. Okay. So I hate to do this, but could you please describe it one more time? <laughs> if so, I mean, or make it, you, I don't know. Are you trying to undo what you did? Is that? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so and I'm what, trying to get it right. I'm trying to get what I want. <laughs> right. Well, so by doing the voiceover gestures, you're going to get stuck in those folders. So either you need to just take them out of the folders or uh and then just kind of go with it until they fix 
do a bug fix for it. Or there's another thing you can do where you can pick the icon you want to move and do like a single finger double tap and hold on it. And then you kind of drag it and let it go where you want. That's a little bit more difficult depending on your vision. Because if you can't really see where you're going to do it, then that could be more of a problem. But if you want to undo it, you would uh, do a single finger double tap on the folder, which would open up. And then you'd put your finger on either app. It doesn't matter. You'd flick up to edit. Then you would flick up to delete. Then you would go to remove from desktop. Don't do the delete because that'll delete it completely off your phone. You just want to move it off that screen, which is removed from desktop, and that'll put it back. Now, when you say desktop, do you mean home? I'm on the iPhone. Yeah, on the home screen is what it is. Remove from home screen. When you do that, it's just going to take the app out of the folder and put it back into the main like app drawer uh, space there, and you can go back and find it there. Oh, so you I have to do that with both call. of the icons, so it'll get rid of the folder. I, I thought I was going to have a... Well, I just started hyperventilating or something. I, I just, just makes me so nervous. I, I was just... But anyway, and I do have a question about this VD scan, uh, which I like, uh, but I was I didn't know that it had changed names. Um, but VD scan, that means that I have updated to 17. I mean, is this the most updated... Instead of, um, what is it called? Um, I mean, what was it called uh, before? Voice stream scan. Voice stream and, scan. And if it says VD scan, it just means that your app is updated. It doesn't have anything to do with iOS 17. It just means that the app itself it has been updated recently because they did change the name of it. So if yours says VD scan, then yes, you're running the updated voice stream scanner app. Okay. Thank you. No worries. Yeah, no Thanks, Bell. All right, iPhone. Please tell us who you are. Hi. Um, I believe I must be iPhone. This is Sabiha. Um, Hello. How are you? I, I'm doing good. Thank you very much for this. Um. Uh, okay. So my question for today is, um, you know, whenever I ask Siri, for example, where's the nearest Target or something, right? And it displays these results, but when I want to interact with the results. Uh, the, the Siri is still in the listening mode. And when I try to dismiss that, the results also go away. And it can be very frustrating. Um, it is the same with, yeah, I think that's that's what it is. So, And I don't know if, it, if it's different without voiceover, but I don't know how else to, um, yeah, if I'm outside or if I'm trying to plan something that can be very frustrating. So are, do you know if you've updated your phone? I have. It's now on iOS 17. That's what I thought. So if you say Siri opens your settings, that should take you to the Siri settings. And then there's an option in there that I will come back to you with in a moment because it did not open my settings for Siri um, that you can disable the continued listening mode because right now, unfortunately, Siri doesn't you don't have to say hey siri or siri um in between conversation you can actually interrupt it and give it the information and it it sounds like you're experiencing what i have experienced where siri thinks voiceover is talking to her and not you so it's listening Mm. Mm. okay give me give me a second i'll find that setting for you and you Mm -hmm. can try I would the, that's the first thing I would experiment with to see if it works as you expect is to disable mm-hmm. that setting and then if it doesn't then you can turn it back on and and go back to what it was like but that would be the first thing I would try. The Siri settings when I say oh Siri open settings is going to Siri settings directly or or I can also find it in settings for Siri. Co- correct. So you can actually tell it open Siri settings um mm-hmm. and then it should open the Siri settings and then the option yeah, I will find it for sure because I I won't make you wait, and then I'll just share with you here in a couple of minutes. Okay. Sure. Thank you. Thank you, Nolan. <clears throat> hey, Nolan, how's it going? I'm doing fantastic. Sorry, I was trying to locate the. I was trying to locate the unmute button. No problem. Um. So I actually discovered something very exciting i i think i told you guys i don't think i told you guys this but i when i recently updated to 
iOS 17, and actually this past week, when I was on iOS, started uh, looking at iOS 17, I was actually intrigued how well you can change the uh, the uh, the 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 robotic Alex voice to hu- human narrate a uh, uh, human voice, like change the the pitch range, like the intonation, mm-hmm. and I'm actually really impressed because he kind of sounds a little bit like a human almost, and how he reads, it's kind of funny. Yeah, they've come a long way, all the voices. They've definitely been improving them over the past few years. Yeah, I'm actually impressed. And I don't usually use uh, the app. I usually sometimes use will be Be My Eyes because sometimes specialized help can come in handy when it comes to issues. Like um, if I have an issue with my with the Spotify app not cooperating in this case, then I could show them using specialized help, connect with Spotify support that way, and tell them that hey, there's a problem. Now what intrigues me is the support and how long it sometimes takes, and I appreciate that. But sometimes it kind it kind of takes a little bit because they have to document everything, like the score, uh, like like get everything together, and they send you to a website where you have to gather up all the files and send it as a link to them, and then they download it to their tool, whatever they're using, which is very intriguing. And I love I I love what they're doing. They 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 listen to the feedback very well, and I'm actually really impressed, and I I appreciate it. Honestly, cool, that sounds good. And I'm actually really excited to share with you. I have subscribed to the IACast YouTube channel for the first time. Oh, awesome! Fantastic, fantastic. Yes, I'm really excited to. I'm really excited to join. Uh, whatever you guys have, because uh, I'll get a YouTube notification and I'll be able to chat with you guys live. So if there's any uh, questions that need to be answered, I'll be happy to join live. Awesome. That sounds great. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. You're welcome. All right. And you have big, a good day. Big, you too. And a big shout out to everyone who has joined and including our fantabulous Zoom host. Thank you. <laughs> Yep. Thanks, Dylan. Diane. <laughs> hey, Diane. Okay. Can you hear me? Yep. All right. Um, are any are either of you familiar with using the PayPal phone app? I have used it. Yes. Okay. Well, um, I am the treasurer of one of our um, ACB affiliates, and I'm trying. I've been trying to get a statement uh, from PayPal for, and basically I'm using the option that allows you to request a custom statement. And I'm entering the dates from September 1st, 2023 through September 30, 2023. And I just, did it now again this is probably the third or fourth time i've tried to do it and it says i now have i now have a message that says the custom statement you requested is now ready to download and i have a couple buttons one of them is done and one of them is view details and I don't want, I'm nervous about pressing on done because I don't think I'll ever find it if I do that. I'm wondering when you request these statements, where they go, you know, where can I find it? 
That I don't immediately have for you, but I will see if I can find that information about where it goes. Have you checked the email address associated with the PayPal account to see if they emailed it to you? Um, I I do check my email. I haven't this time. Um, and I don't I don't seem to get them. Except I will eventually, probably around the fifth of the month. I'll get uh, an email tell you know sending me a link to the latest statement, but you know I I, I really don't want to have to wait that long if I can get a, a custom statement you know and look at it beforehand. Okay. So I, as I said, I will play with this and see if I can find it and let you know. Otherwise, send us an email and we can see if we can see what's going on. Could very well be that that process may not be accessible as well. So. Uh, I will play with this in a moment, try to create a custom invoice or a custom statement and see if it gives me options to download it. And if I find it out, I will follow up. Okay. All right. Thank you. And related to the lady who had a question about Siri, unless someone else has an answer, I do not see a way to actually disable that setting. So, um, unfortunately I don't have an update on that unless Michael D does. Yeah, you know what? Let me clarify. I think we misunderstood. Uh, do you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay, so you're saying that Siri thinks that it's voiceover talking instead of me. Well, the, the thing is it doesn't even uh, recognize. Like when it's in the listening mode, I cannot um, interact in any way. Like if I touch the screen, you know, I'm trying to get to the result in the in the background. Uh, it doesn't talk. Not, nothing happens. So right. it's and, and if I try to disable it, well, you're not going to go back and forth disabling enabling because then i would need it again in another app or doing some other thing where i would need it in the continuous listening mode uh you know what i mean yeah so it sounds like what it's doing is the expected behavior but it's not how you want it to to work because you're right when siri is listening voiceover goes silent so i would drop accessibility at apple.com a quick email to let them know what you're experiencing because when you have to actually interact with those results if siri continues to listen then you're not able to actually read those results right so it's accessibility at apple.com yes ma'am are you Thank trying you to much. just search for regular searching type things or something specific? Uh, I think I experienced this, for example, like where's the nearest, um, say, Target store, and we'll bring up six results. And I want to uh, interact with the first one, because, which, you know, when you touch it, then it gives you like, okay, the timings or, uh, right. you know, it is open, uh, store hours, blah, 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 all that other Some, uh, details. Uh, so until, it, it, it until does not let me even... Until you can get the problem resolved, something you might want to try and do is put into your search when you're speaking out loud into Siri, search Google for and then closest coffee shop or whatever it is. And that'll bypass that window and it'll take you straight to a web browser with the Google results. And at least that way, you might have a better experience using voiceover than being stuck on that like uh, Siri screen that kind of just pops up. Yeah, but then with Google was also like the entire web pages of whatever and just right. like quick, uh, you know. It was just uh, kind of a workaround if you get you. stuck, you know. Um, but it's it's all the time, <laughs> and it's yeah. been going on. This is not, yeah, something new that I'm. I've been facing it for the past. I don't know yeah. how, how someone else didn't notice it. Yeah, definitely um, drop them an email for sure okay. and let them know. All right. Well, thank you. Yep. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> we don't have any new hands, so we've got repeat. So, okay. Abraham. Hi. Uh, so, um, for the lady with the issue with the app, I'm not sure. I know in iOS 17 uh, that you can check to undo uh, moving apps around the screen. So, if it creates a folder, will it uncreate the folder and put the apps back where they were? Um, Perfect. So shake yeah. your phone and that should offer to undo moving the folders in the apps into a folder. Yeah. And then a uh, question. So I'm planning to update my phone soon, but I don't want to update all my apps. I only want save messages, phone and WhatsApp to be actually transferred over because I prefer to work off a clean phone. I don't want all my settings transferred over. Easy way to do that. I think typically it's all or nothing. I mean, if you're going to go clean, I would say go clean and then just go into the app store, 
purchased and just re-download only the apps that you want. Yeah. Uh, so, um, okay. Um, and then is there a way that I can, besides going through now the purchase history, is a way to list the apps uh, or get a list of all the apps that's on my phone at the moment, old phone? Uh, I believe you can go into settings, general, and I think if you go to storage, if you go scroll down a little bit, Mm -hmm. there'll be a whole entire list. Yep, that's correct. Um, And is that exportable? I don't think so. No, it isn't. (laughs) Okay. 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 Thanks. Um, Yeah. All right, Chanel. Okay, so I also was trying to find that follow-up mode to disable it because (laughs) it was so annoying in Siri, and I couldn't find it either. So that is something, hopefully they could disable. That would be nice. But I looked too. Thanks, Chanel. Appreciate it. That's all I had. Yeah, I was trying to find it last week, and I couldn't. Okay. All right, sir. Cool. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, fine. Um, I was thinking about the Siri issue uh, I had a few days ago, and a kind of a weird thing that never has happened. Um, but it seemed to have fixed itself. I don't know how, <laughs> but anyway. That's the best way to get but, your problem fixed. Yeah, but the, 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 the weirdest thing that happened, I asked Siri something, and it got stuck. I could read with voiceover the, the results. Uh, Siri didn't say anything, but I could read on on the screen. But the screen got dimmed, and I could do nothing. It it totally got stuck, so I had to like close the app, and I I couldn't even like get get to the phone uh, to the home button. I couldn't do oh, anything. Wow. So, wow! Yeah, so definitely there is something wrong with Siri. Yeah. <laughs> Must be so. Yeah, I guess I need to report that to the accessibility. But I was just—I just wanted to know if somebody else had has uh, experienced the same. Yeah, it sounds like there are definitely people, and I would definitely chime in here and say if you experience a bug, definitely report it. The more people yeah. that report the bugs, the more opportunity they're going to get for these problems to raise up to the surface and hopefully they'll take a look at them and fix them which is what we all hope for but people have to actually take the time to let them know otherwise they won't really pay attention to it so i know that's kind of a burden but we got to do it yeah now i tried it so it has fixed itself i don't know well you're lucky for now yes (laughs) so far so thank you i just want to let you know have a good day. All right. It's almost 10 till and Pam. Okay. A quick response to Abraham asking, how do you find which apps are actually on your phone? The way you do it or the way I do it <clears throat> is you actually go to app store. You open app store. You double tap on my account. And then you can scroll down and you you double tap purchases and it will show not only the paid apps, but it will show the free apps as well that are currently on your phone or apps that you had at one time and you deleted them. And if you need to want to re-download them, you can. So that's how I do it. You go into App Store, go to My Account, and go to Purchases. One one thing I want to mention with that is if you do that, you're getting a combination of every app you've purchased and Very ones true. that are on your phone. So yes. it is it is a representation of every app you've purchased. But if you just yes. want to see the ones on your phone and not mm-hmm. the other apps, uh, because mm-hmm. there, there's loads of apps that I, I will never download again that I've oh, yeah. tried. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So, that would be the iPhone storage, but it it is it is a very good tip to find all of the apps you've ever downloaded, and and that uh, might be a fun question one day to see what the first mm-hmm. app you've ever downloaded is. So we'll have to remember that. I know what I do know what the first app is I ever downloaded. <laughs> uh, it was TuneIn Radio. Cool. There That's you go. Cool. Right. On. <laughs> 
I actually checked that out one day. I got curious and I, I knew it was one of the first ones I ever put in, but it was the first app I ever added through from App Store was TuneIn Radio. All right. Well, that's awesome. Pam. And I think Thanks. that was that was somewhere in 2014. Wow. <laughs> Perfect, Pam. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Thanks. All right. We don't have any other hands at this time, and you've got about eight minutes. All right. Well, so in the last few minutes here, Michael Doyce, you actually did get the new iPhone 15 Pro Max, and maybe you can just give everyone a quick experience of how you're liking the phone so far. And sure. So the iPhone 15 Pro Max is a very nice phone. It is a it is much it is a bit lighter than the previous year's model. There have been reports that they have been there is some heating issues. I've never had this phone get hot once even while playing some visual games. So it your mileage will vary and Apple is working on a fix. So don't worry if you heard the rumors. They are being fixed. The uh Audio is great. The speakers are great. I think they've done, I mean, maybe it's just the titanium frame and all those kind of things that they've changed that's kind of changed it, but they just, the sounds sound very deep. The microphones sound good, and you can even plug in a microphone. If you uh, listen to, not this past week's IA cast, but the previous, I put some audio of me using the Sennheiser profile on uh, the iPhone, so you can hear what it sounds like to plug a USB-C microphone into the phone, which is a fantastic way to use your phone. It will eat battery very quickly if you do that, though. And you could charge your AirPods with the uh, iPhone 15 lineup of phones. It's just a very nice device, and uh, the screen's amazing. I will tell you that um, battery drain is a very real thing on this phone, so it will drain your battery pretty quick uh, from what I've been seeing uh, just because of the new chip and all those things in there. So keep that in mind. I do use my brightness pretty high, but uh, I've heard that online as well. So it's a great phone. Uh, if it, is it worth an upgrade? Well, only if you really need USB-C. That's really the main reason to upgrade this year. And uh, that's some thoughts on the iPhone 15 Pro Max. Awesome. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Michael. And before we wrap it up, I do want to make two quick announcements to people that uh, want to keep everyone informed. The Carroll Center for the Blind is hosting um, on November 21st, a technology symposium. So uh, keep an ear out for that. I'm sure it'll come across some infor some information sources, um, or you can search up the Carroll Center for the Blind, November 21st uh, technology, and that will give you that as an opportunity. And then the ACB Employment Committee is looking for information about uh, employment issues that blind and sight impaired individuals might face. October is uh, the um, Blind or Visually Impaired Employment Month. So if you are interested in that survey, send us an email and I can get that to you. It takes a couple of minutes to fill out or tune in to Tuesday Topics tonight. And that's all the quick last minute announcements I have. Marty, you have anything else before we wrap it up? Nope, that's about it. I'm going to wrap this up. I want to thank Sheila and Herbie for helping us out as always. We appreciate all of what you do for us here. And we appreciate everyone else being here. If you have any questions, comments, or anything else, you can email us at feedback at unmute.show. Everyone have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next time.